As a child, I walked the meadows. And I came upon a dairy farm in my walkings. And on these dairy farms was a cream wreck. And every once in a while I would wander into the cream wreck. And there would be the dairy farmer going about his chores, turning milk from a cow into something magical. And it was there that I learned that there was just not one type of cream. Just as there are many types of pudding, there are many types of cream. Double cream. Heavy cream. Whipping cream. And of course my favorite, the pouring cream. That you must use to make a proper chocolate pudding for your English Christmas as in mine. And it's not for the faint of heart to look for pouring cream, as it were, because it's just not popular these days. But nonetheless, if you must go to the fields to seek the dairy farmer outside of your town... you might find it very curious and rather tempting because if you dare to raise the whisk and dedicate years of your life to it you must know the little things that take something good and make it great And there once lived a man named Robert Frost, who I apologize to profusely right now, because two roads, because two puddings diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry, I could not travel both. And be one pudding, long I stood and looked down one pudding as far as I could. To where it bent in the undergrowth. Yet a bowl of pudding. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better cream. The pouring cream, because it was greasy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had worn them really about the same. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. The pudding not taken, with all apologies to the bard himself, Bob Frost. So we put down the classics, yes. And we jazz it up a bit. Change your jacket into something a little more comfortable. Ponder.
ponder the wider things and ponder the thinner things as well. With your favorite spoon and your favorite bowl. Adventure with us, won't you? of pudding in the open air basement where birds chirp and the smell of pouring cream is in the air and I Gerald Blancmange with gravy boats full of pudding just for you and just for your friends then. Welcome to yet another episode of Brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream.com, and Hank Clutie's Personal Pudding Place. Come on down to Hank Clutie's Personal Pudding Place and get all the pudding you need. Pudding Masters! I am your humble host, Gerald Blancmange. You've heard from me already. And I would be remiss, and maybe I'm already halfway to remiss if it wasn't for introducing my pudding colleague, modern pudding professor, modern pudding champion, classical pudding advocate, nonetheless, and of course a fan of Robert Frost, Professor McGuire! Are you there? Gerald Blancmange, I am here. It is the fall of 2021. School is back in session. Robert Frost is part of the opening. This can only be putting masters. This can only be the highlights of my day I am as you can tell completely excited inspired it sounds as such motivated we have had three full days of both classroom and halls of pudding in the pudding kitchen instruction a higher university place called Notre Dame. A very fascinating place to help share the word, the joy, the love of pudding. It is a fascinating collection of young people. It keeps me young myself being around such enthusiastic young people. 
And I walk into every class, introduce myself. I am Professor McGuire. I'm a pudding master, and I have one question. And that generally gets their attention. Ah. And I ask simply this. Say, class? And I look left, and I look right. What is your favorite pudding? And a riotous commotion. A fair question to ask. A fair question to ask, indeed. The smiles, the broken ice. Is that the phrase? We break the ice? The welcome to the world of pudding. Pudding should be on your mind. Is, is brought right to the fore. And in the first year students, minds and eyes, a lot of giggles, a lot of chocolates, mm. vanillas, rice, puddings. And I give them a chance to go back and forth and look at one another and I look at them very clearly and very calmly and say that is only the beginning of the journey into pudding. This, and I hold up in my left hand... A pilgrimage, as it were. It is indeed. And may I use that word? The journey, the pilgrimage to pudding. I will use that in one of my new limericks, I'm sure, because that has a, a very lovely ring to it. And I held up in my left hand my first spatula I held up in my other hand my first whisk and I looked down at the bowl before me it was a wooden vessel ah, the bowl before you yes and I said young young people because there are too many variations these days I very simply say young people we are about to explore pudding. These are the tools. And the first year students in that first day had gotten together into groups and teams and assembled before them with the ingredients of homemade chocolate pudding. And I challenged them to listen, learn, be creative, and apply what we will know into something better into the future. But for today, it's chocolate pudding. It was a brilliant two hours. Smooth chocolate. The first year students. And we gave them some basics, some building blocks. And I must tell you, just in juxtaposition, ah, yes. at the University of Notre Dame, the second class was fourth year, fourth level. I believe they call them seniors in America. They walk in assembled. They had many of them have seen me before. Many of them are fine students and take their pudding to a serious extent. Some will become potentially pudding masters. The others will simply go through life and share the good word. 
the PMP, the Pudding Master Potential, you can tell any youth early on if they have what it takes to have the capacity for mastery of pudding. I must admit that by the fourth year, they they have the, how, how is it he said, they are engaged in the pudding process. Yeah, they should be Harry Potter. They should be wizards by then. Pudding They're wizards. Indeed. And thusly, in front of them was Grandmama's Strawberry Blancmange recipe and ingredients. Class one, day one. Mon Dieu! Strawberry Blanc. And to prepare a Strawberry Blancmange, it is a two-day process. And in knowing they will be back tomorrow, we began with day one, preparing the strawberries, milking the almonds, as someone put it. <laughs> Basically preparing almond milk. I am happy to report that we all prepared the strawberries correctly. We all made our very own almond milk. And it struck me in the introduction um, the pudding not taken variation of Robert Frost the road not taken as we all know it's a uh, legendary indeed indeed it, uh, and my classroom work is so gratifying and as we speak here on Pudding Masters on this early September evening I'm proud to have walked down the halls of pudding into the pudding chamber and shared again this year sharing the joy the promise the future of pudding is secure mr blanc and it has been a tremendous week and may i ask you a question mr blanc it you would not be the professor you are today if you weren't full of burning questions that really get to the root of the discussion and the dissertation that we strive for here at Pudding Masters. Clink your bows in delight, for we ride tonight. Should I introduce the first-year students to hogs pudding, to beef pudding, to spotted dick. Uh, the sooner the better. That's what they say. So the sooner the better. And that has been that has been week one. And a strawberry blanc mange and homemade chocolate pudding by the first year students. And what History. better way, Professor McGuire, to begin a well-deserved three-day weekend as you just put in your first full week. Now, let's like, hey, maybe we should take a little break here. I mean, we've all been off all summer. Well, maybe we shouldn't just dive right into a five-day week. But we do have a three-day weekend across the civilized Western world on Monday. So not much will get done tomorrow in all the lands but one thing that might get done more is making pudding whether you're a first year student 
for a veteran of the pudding for decades and whether or not you've spent your entire life finding a better pudding and building a better pudding. You're welcome here in the halls of pudding on Pudding Masters. Yes. Indeed, I have a Friday plan with the seniors. Again, the fourth-year students. Very unusual because I have challenged them with the strawberry blanc manche, and they will amass the in my our pudding class and our pudding cooking room. It's a very lovely place. It's the size of a small hotel. And they will take their molded and completed strawberry blanc manche by the noon hour away with them for a well-deserved three-day holiday weekend. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just delighted you know, to have this I day and here tonight. And thank you, Professor McGuire. We've we've come and gone in our weeks, and now we're relaxing and. We did have a little adventure with a couple ladies from episode four. As if you tuned in last time, you might be chillingly waiting for us to know what happened with the Pudding Masters and the author and the publicist at Aunt Cludy's Pudding Place. As we all know, a revered sponsor... Of the Pudding Masters. So chapter two, as it were, leaves us with a challenge. The gauntlet had been thrown down, and Professor McGuire and I made our way over to Aunt Cludy's personal pudding place and we park in a certain spot that nobody don't know knows about, so there's always a parking spot. And we always come in the employee's entrance because we have that sort of pool. Sometimes we might grab a small tasting spoon and taste the day's pudding. But nonetheless, we know. When called upon to Aunt Cludy's, we shall come in however we feel necessary. So when we went... And there met our adversaries. They were already sat at the table. We thought we were early. Perhaps we weren't. And we sat down, Professor McGuire, and we had a, a titanic battle from sea to shining sea. A slugfest, if you will. Best of three euchre game. With the author, regular Isuin, and her publicist, Gloria Flan. I underestimated the skill at the game of Euchre, but it turns out they've been playing in tournaments for years. So I was convinced that they had a way of cheating, but then again, I didn't care, because I would say they shall bring their best and we shall bring our best because if there's a loner 
Within three miles of Professor McGuire, he will shoot the moon whenever he can. He's told me to lay my cards down more times than the French army in 1942. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, so back and forth we went. The ladies came out hurtling bombs at us. Two loner attempts. One did not get all five, but one did, so they got three points. Four points, I'm sorry. Four points, and then one point for the two loner hands. And Professor McGuire was undeterred. Even though we took them to eight, it wasn't really that close. They beat us. And then Professor McGuire got a look in his eye in game two and said no 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 this shall not stand professor mcguire this shall not stand and there i was again the french army laying my cards down as professor mcguire brought his howitzers and battled and defended every onslaught from the ladies and the pudding masters took that second game 10-7 so that left one game for all the proverbial pudding spoons as it were and back and forth we went no loners no no five tricks were taken for two points it was one point at a time all the way to nine and there we stood on the precipice both exhausted from a battle and I stepped on a twig and slipped and regular Isawin dropped the bomb that sent us into the abyss ladies I wish you and I bid you good euchre because you won you were the better team Professor McGuire, it is not easy to lose to anyone, but to lose to such a good pair is a treat and a delight. You, on the other hand, did not take the loss as well. (laughs) There was one bowl of summer pudding still on our table. I'm not proud, but I lifted that bowl of summer pudding and threw it as the frisbee would fly on a beach with the wind behind it. Somehow, someway, it landed 50 yards away with the spoon still in the bowl. And Aunt Flutie, again, one of my former students, came out from behind the kitchen area. Said, Professor McGuire, that's totally unacceptable. Apologize to regular. Apologize to Ms. Plan. Accept defeat and retrieve that pudding. And I did. I came back humbled. 
And refreshed because it was an exhilarating contest, Mr. Blancmange. And I apologize. And having told that story, I am glad that I apologize. It shan't happen again. Remarkable game. Remarkable. They accepted my apology. The red phone is ringing here in the pudding Fantastic. chamber. Fantastic. And you I must take the call. I might know who this might be. I believe I know too. Yes, well, it seems that we might have somebody on the phone here. And I don't Fair know enough. if I'm happy or sad about that, so. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah, yes. Miss Gloria Flan. Literary agent. For the author of the day. I must say that... Yes, I must say... Even though it is hard. Good game. You are the better Yuka player. That's right. I thought that you boys back there would have brought something more to the table. Well, in our own defense, Gloria, Miss Flan, we did go to the ninth point of the third game. Oh, do you actually think that you had a chance? You don't think we were destroyed with you the whole time? Well, unless you were cheating. Well, you know what they say about Luca. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and I... Uh, <laughs> Losing is hard, Professor Maguire. Losing is hard. That's right. Yes, right. And uh, the author would send her regards and says she never would have came on your stupid little podcast anyway because you know nothing about pudding. Come back when you might know something better. Or maybe if you have a different game that you would like to play, you might entertain that. Well... Hmm. Well, Professor Maguire, might you know of any new games that you might have laying around that we might be able to compete in in another trial, as it were? Ms. Ms. Flan, I, I, uh, I, indeed, I apologize for my... And I accept your apology, but oh my God, I've seen some sore losers in my time, but you take the pudding... <laughs> she's full of jokes. She's full of jokes, Professor. I mean, she's riding high. And if the tables were turned, I must warn you, I would have a sharp word or two for you. Ms. Blanc. I appreciate that uh, the ribbing, I appreciate the competitiveness, I appreciate regular coming and being the best player at the table, but I challenge the two of you to a game, to, to an old uh-huh. English pub game called Bar Skittles. Yes, uh, yes Skittles. I have- played with my grandfather all through the 70s. We had great Skittles 
tournament. And I must say, Professor McGuire, that I'm better at Skittles than I am at Yuka. You've been warned. Well, indeed. Indeed. Here uh, we go again into the breach, Professor McGuire. Mr. Plancmanche, I believe that I would like to have a formal declaration. I challenge and look forward to seeing you both for a, a lovely pudding for all and a challenging afternoon of playing Skittles at Aunt Clutie's personal pudding place. It is a challenge. I hope you accept. And Ms. Gloria, I believe that you have met your match in this particular game. Well, you know what my grandfather used to say, Professor? What is that? If you're a professor anyway, indeed. He used to say, play me in skittles. Leave with no fiddles. Because I will take your lunch, motherfucker. You are your your grandfather must have been a bold sort. You are exactly Gloria Flan from Queens, who was in my first pudding class. I remember you clearly now because you discussed your grandfather previously and the description you just offered. Miss Gloria Flan, I knew I recognized you, and I look forward to seeing you and Regula and discussing pride in pudding in depth and our next gaming challenge of Bar Skittles with the two of you. I, I will discuss it with the author, and I must say that I can't make any guarantees at this point, but I have nothing to prove. I might just... Rest on my laurels, but as far as I'm concerned, you can have your match, sir. And on that note, as you know, I have very important things to do. So I must be going now, and I will be talking to you both soon. Once again, thanks for the Duke game, and it was a joy and a pleasure to beat your ass. <laughs> well, indeed. Ms. Flan, it was an honor as usual and a treat. And we look forward Treat. to our next duel on the tables and in the pudding kitchens. Kudos to you. We raise our spoon, Professor Blanc. Excuse me, Mr. Blancmange. We raise our spoon to the challenge. There is nothing finer than pudding an athletic endeavor or gaming, depending on your point of view. And the ladies may have a bit of comeuppance coming to them. I hear something. Is there a bell ringing in the background, Mr. Blancpong? That's just my pudding spoon on my pudding bowl. What pudding have you enjoyed thus far this evening? Ah, yes. Well, I had been working on my Victorian butterscotch as you've been you inspired me with your work with the Victorian chocolate pudding I have been doing some research and finding a Victorian butterscotch I can trust I just can't some, some come and go but 
other ones Indeed. they stay and this one shall stay as i've been whisking and stirring day and night i think i've gone through eight pounds of butter <laughs> <laughs> so yes and you sir i have i have many recipes from pride in pudding from regular eastman the previously mentioned strawberry blancmange that i introduced in class is inspired and taken with small variation from the book pride in pudding by regular eastman and that has been the most enjoyable of, of, of puddings this week. Again, the seniors have one more day. The fourth year students have one more day. And I have, of course, pre-prepared of my own strawberry blancmange in anticipation of showing them what is correct versus what they present to the class. And that strawberry blanc mange is my focus of the week because it is something that the family has made. It is something I have enjoyed many a time. Know the recipe by heart and yet have not made in well over two decades. And much like your butterscotch, I am reintroducing and perfecting one more time my pudding of the week so professor mcguire let's bring this show to a crescendo shall we and Indeed. go to our favorite part of pudding halls pudding chambers because let's go into our favorite corner the limerick corner here on pudding Masters. Pudding Masters is brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream.com and Aunt Clutie's Pudding Place. Come on down to Aunt Clutie's Pudding Place and get all the pudding you need. Pudding Masters! Professor McGuire, as is with tradition, here on the fifth episode of season one of Pudding Masters. Might you share a limerick with the corner? To welcome back students in the fall, for the fall semester after these brief introductions and the questions. The discussion always turns to pudding limericks. And we describe for a few moments what a limerick is, where the inspiration is, and the dedication to joy of limerick writing. And as I walked away from the first class, I paused in the village green, as it were. I call it the village green at Notre Dame. There's grass and trees. It reminds me of the village green of my youth. Took a piece of paper and a pencil out, and I wrote the following. In the refrigerator, 
and all the way in the back, fully chilled and gently stacked. Something special, something different, something not the same that was calling to me by name. It was homemade chocolate pudding that I wanted for my snack. Yes! Ah, yes, delightful. Delightful. Limerick. Inspired. Professor Maguire, once again, if you will, for the people in the back, as they say. In the refrigerator and all the way in the back, fully chilled and gently stacked. Something special, something different, something not the same. It was something calling to me by name. It was chocolate pudding that I wanted for my snack. Yes! Just in the green, in the moment, inspired. Thank you. Yes! Delightful. Delightful limerick, uh, maybe, but uh, a wonderful poetry nonetheless. There are moments... There are moments in our relationship where not only you, but your father had made the same reference about certain limericks of mine. And I smile, that pudding smile, and move on. You have all the poetic license you need, Professor Maguire. You can stretch the foot any way you please. Thank you. And we are in the limerick corner. Mr. Blancmange, will you will you honor us with the limerick of your own? Well, of course. We are here in the limerick corner, and I have a limerick for you. Just you at home, next to your fire, with a heaping bowl of the warmest pudding that you fancy. Mm. For I have a tale to tell, a quick tale around the fire for one day Professor Maguire came calling a van of hot pudding he was hauling he said grab a spoon we must finish ere noon or the smell might become most appalling (laughs) (laughs) first name limericks indeed that was uh, indeed a great day. A limerick worthy afternoon when Professor Maguire came a calling. Would you, Mr. Blancmange, one more time for those in the back? Professor Maguire came a calling. A van of hot pudding he was hauling. He said, grab a spoon. We must finish ere noon. Or the smell might become most appalling. wonderful. Mr. Blancmange, you have a way with limericks. And so do you, Daddy, Professor. You have a way with limerick. I lift my spoon to the limerick. I lift my spoon 
putting masters everywhere. And I listen to you, Gerald Blancmont. And on that note, possible. on behalf of Professor Maguire and Gloria Flan, I am your humble host, Gerald Blancmange. We hope you've enjoyed another episode of Putting Masters. Putting Masters brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Room. Uncle Dave's Tank Room. Uncle Dave's Tank Room. Dot com and. Aunt Clutie's Pudding Place. Come on down to Aunt Clutie's Personal Pudding Place and get all the pudding you need.